Welcome to Wicked Thoughts, a podcast by Flair Castro. This show helps founders and professionals understand business trends, social media, digital lifestyle, and how to be a better entrepreneur. What's for season three? This season is for creators and creatives in the digital economy. Let's start learning in three, two, one. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Wicked Thoughts. The moment that you hear this episode, it's actually going to be very, very special because this episode is my birthday episode. And today, my guest is someone special. How special is actually my son. I have here with me Mr. David Alfonso Castro. Hi, David. Hello. Yeah, so yes, guys, he is going to be my guest for today. And we actually don't know where this episode is going to go, but I'm um, interested in just being in an episode with my son. So I think for later, I'm going to have another episode about all his work, but those things will be mentioned as well for this. So, David, are you ready? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Okay, please introduce yourself. Well, my name is David Castro, and as you've heard, I'm I am my my mom's son, and well, it's my first time in my mom's podcast, and it's it's an honor to be here. So I'm like I'm only 14 years old. Well, I like to I like to write books and articles. I like to lead advocacies. And I also like to draw and design, you know, make art. I'm also into cryptocurrencies and, uh, you know, non-fungible tokens. <laughs> However, I haven't been able to sell any NFTs, but I've been able to sell my b- books. I've made a lot of money. <laughs> you have to flex that, huh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you've done a lot of things um, in your, well, like, how old are you? Like 14, right? And you've done all of these things. And it's pretty interesting because um, every time I post about you, Dave, it always happens that how you predicted it, that it's always going to go, I wouldn't say trending, huh? but there's a lot of likes on the post. And I feel like, remember what I said kanina na, um, we should just exchange accounts. Like you should be just the one posting on mine because whenever I post about you, it gets a lot of likes. Yeah. And speaking of posting, um, I posted last week about you and your branding, your 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 clothes that you often wear. So you remember that conversation we were in in Starbucks? What did I say then? Well, you said that they keep repeating the same clothes. <laughs> And then what did you say? Branding. Yeah, branding though, guys. He said that he's repeating that, uh, no, wearing that those clothes because branding though, oh, not every day, but you still wear it often. And it's always shown on photos. Ayun, so he asked me to, I didn't, he didn't ask me to post it, but I posted it and I asked for his permission pa, before I posted it. And then he said, oh, it's going to get a lot of likes. And why is that? <laughs> Yes, you know, it's me. <laughs> it's you. You're in the photo. Yeah, grabe confidence ka, huh? It just happens. Right. Oh, oh. So, yan, guys. Um, This is my son. This is David. I'm quite proud of him. Um, Today, actually, he got, he's on his first day 
um, as an intern in a startup here in Cebu called Hire You. Yeah, and because when I posted about that last week about him, um, Lance, Mr. Lance from Hire You, the lead dev, actually asked if he is also a developer. So sabi ko, no, he's not. He's not actually a developer. He's my son. <laughs> and then so. Ayun, I asked him if they are actually like accepting interns in Hire You because they're actually they're doing development, diba? So they're creating a mobile app. And ayun, I pitched that David could be an intern. And a week after, he's on his first day. This is his first day as an intern at a startup. So nganong nag-apil-apil? Why are you, what are your intentions in joining a startup as an intern? I really want to learn on how to I really want to learn how to develop web apps and mobile apps especially websites and learn more about programming languages especially uh especially python c sharp and javascript most of all mm-hmm. that's a lot of gone, huh? that's a lot of languages that you want to learn or before I, yeah yeah i remember because you have like some sort of timeline for the things that you want to achieve diba like or things that you want to do so you've you've written a book i saw your portfolio diba so you've written a book um you've done advocacies you're also into nfts and art what else can't you do <laughs> Speaking about the internship, I'm not going to work yet. First, I'm going to start with with the activities. Actually, I really want to go through this learning phase before going to going to work. It's actually very fun. So there I, are activities given to you first. Yeah, I, I've never like I've never received like some sort of you know learning stuff from anyone else. That's about programming. And outside of school, right? Yeah, and, out, and outside of the school. I usually, you know, try to self-learn in a website called Code Academy. Right, right. Okay. And remember that what, what we always tell you, uh, me and dad, we always tell you to try and explore a lot of new things, right? Because, because from there, you might be able to find the things that really, really give you joy or, you know, like, sparks your interest that's why across the things that you've been doing um you've written a book even without our knowledge it was a surprise to us when you told us na oh you've written a book the eh? you published a I book published. on amazon yeah what did it be a surprise yeah and you were like what 11 years old back then yeah were you 11 or 10 i forgot well i was around like fifth grade no oh and you published that we were surprised and after that, we had requests from people for you to do a workshop on Amazon Kindle publishing, right? Yeah. yeah. How, was, how was your experience being a speaker as well? Because I know that uh, you started speaking at, at, uh, at an event in the Vibes co-working space. Do you remember what happened there? Yeah. The, like, before I get to speak, it was a bit stressful. The anticipation, the, the you know, the... How, how tense it is. <laughs> I get a little tense, but then when you actually speak to the people, it becomes exciting, thrilling, and and fun. You know, you get to chica. Yes, you get to chica. You get to share about what you have been doing. And it's not just the in the vibes, right? Like, you were also doing the webinar for us. You raised some funds as well, right? And in that case, it's actually a paid webinar. So 
people joined the event and they paid to be in the event with you. Like imagine you, a kid, teaching them how to publish in Amazon. How was that experience for you then? Well, that is even more... There was even more stressful because there's a lot of responsibilities when when it came to that. I had I had to make it very worthwhile for everyone who's in the webinar. Yeah, and I remember there was a, I think there was a lady. She was asking how to manipulate a manuscript, right? I think that was the most challenging question that came up. Manipulate a manuscript. Yeah, she was asking like, how do you put together the manuscript, like? editing the photos tamaba and then remember that she emailed no, us I'm pretty sure she she asked on how to convert it convert from word to pdf or... ah yeah something like that some technical question on how to uh, work manuscripts yeah so she, he was receiving those kinds of kanang complicated questions about about how to um Yeah, how to write a book and publish it on Amazon. And then after that, he also received an invite from DepEd, like really so on their live page, on their Facebook page, to do a Facebook Live. Imagine that. I mean, live, huh? it's not even pre-recorded at all. It was like Facebook Live. Yeah. What were you doing then? What, what, what story was that that you read to the kids and the audience? Well, I think it's uh, like a... An illustrated book called Mabubulag na naman ako. Mm. And it's very Filipino, Pajod, which yeah, is right. not your strength. You, yeah. Your first language is English, baya, diba? Like, when you were born, that's the first language that we taught you. And then you learned Bisaya from how we speak. Mm. And now you're forced to learn Filipino, Pajod, at school. So when you were reading that Mabubulag na naman ako, oh my gosh, guys. Well, How was it? Well, I got the I got the flow of it. I have, I'm a bit, you know, I have a bit of knowledge about Filipino, so I got to work around that. So, so I so I just you know familiarized myself with the book, and then it helped me familiarize with the language. Right, but it was still interesting because when you were reading it, you were so, I know, but like you sounded so conyo. With your Filipino, Kanye, <laughs> like social and all, with your with your Filipino, because you have an English accent, right? <laughs> you are so English, and to the point that the director, I think, she she talked to you after that Facebook Live over at Zoom, yeah. and then she thanked you, Tama ba yun? You remember yeah. that? Yeah, but I think she she praised you and said that it was brave of you to go in front of the audience. You were one of the first... Yeah, I think you were one of the first um, kids that read in front of the DepEd page, that read live on the Facebook page because they usually have hosts that are adults and then you were the first kid that they... Oh, oh, right? Yeah, very thrilling. Very thrilling. So memorable. All of these happened, guys, last year. Like the Facebook Live, the uh, the webinars for Amazon Kindle Publishing, those were done last year. So pretty interesting year. Like even if you are in lockdown, we've been staying very productive. What are your other projects that uh, you've been doing ever since the pandemic? So I have this page called Opinion. Initially, I made it like after after last summer when it was at school. But I've never been able to do anything with it. Not enough time. But now it's summer. 
but now that it's summer right now i get to work upon and some articles and collaborate with with some people so yesterday i managed to make i mean yesterday we managed to make a, a like a poster and then i had a friend named john he helped he helped draw it he helped draw the poster and then i scheduled it and posted it well the youth is basically the future so you must educate and empower the youth in order to you know to to make the future better because in the in the philippines in this country in many of many children and teens in the world are you know misinformed mm-hmm. and then they they get they are victims to misinformation and and scams so i want to like i want to stop that i want to make an advocacy to to empower them to to make sure that and to make, to educate them against the against you know misinformation yes misinformation yeah mm-hmm. right it's a bit complicated yeah but right now you have an active advocacy right? and what is it about the current advocacy uh, current advocacy is is about vaccines oh why did you choose that topic man well it's a it's a very it's a very convoluted and controversial topic so i'm not talking about covid vaccines i'm talking about uh, vaccines in general well some of them some of them trust the vaccines some of them are afraid of the vaccines there anti-vaxxers also exist and it's mainly because they are misinformed about the vaccines or they are scared so i think the reason why people are afraid of the covid vaccine nowadays like right now is because how fast it was how fast it was you know developed but i did a bit of research and then found out that Scientists did not start from scratch when making that COVID vaccine. Where did they start? From other samples, like from similar strains. Of mm. they tried to like. So it exists already. It existed already, and then they're just developing upon it. Yeah, developing upon it, building upon their previous works. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> so I also want to take this upon a challenge to start the, to further strengthen my advocacy and promote it as well so that not, not only others not only that i can learn myself but other people will also learn and support the cost to end the pandemic yeah for sure i mean who wouldn't want the pandemic to end right? we've been in this lockdown not lockdown really because here in cebu everything's quite chill already yeah. you can see people coming out or going out and then Traffic is back. Yeah. yeah. Traffic is back. How have you been keeping well? Or like, what are the activities that you're doing that's making you, you know, excited to wake up every day despite this pandemic? Um, you met your friends last night. How was it? Mm, very fun. Yeah, sure. Like, what did you ask them how they were doing? Um, I think you haven't seen each other for a year, a year and a half. Right. I haven't seen each other for a year and a half. We only met through. We only met online. So we didn't. We didn't. We didn't talk about anything. 
we didn't talk about anything really. It's like it's weird. Like you'd you'd be expecting them to to you know to ask about how's a pandemic or anything. Nah, it's like it's like everything's normal. They as if you they, didn't as if you didn't as if you met them yesterday. As if, as if you met them exactly. Yeah. yeah. The thing is because mostly we share information online. You chat. You chat. Yeah. Um, you chat. You video call. During classes, yeah. what else? You play games together. Yeah, That's Discord like that. So when we met each other, like in person, there isn't really much to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> so what what did you do when you met? You know, play games. <laughs> yeah, like play on Xbox, play on the phone. Yeah. So you think the pandemic did not really affect much of the. No, the youth, no, it, your life. It really affected. Yeah, share about. It that. affected us a, a lot. Okay, so how did it affect you? First, the most noticeable one is the closing of schools mm-hmm. and the transition to online classes. Right. I really don't think that online classes are that effective. There's always technical difficulties and problems. But but, but yeah, back to the youth. Uh, Our lives were deeply affected. You know, we were mostly forced to stay at home, and then, then there's also the enforcement of the enforcement of you know making sure that only people over 15 years of age are allowed to go inside malls. I really like to go to malls, but the rule is like making it very difficult. Yeah, it's yeah. like you're breaking rules if you go to the mall, diba. Yeah, Your classmates have I mean breaking thing. rules to live. <laughs> breaking rules for living. Yeah. What the heck is that? So yeah, I know it's been quite hard for the youth like you in the past few past few months or a year now, year and a yeah. half. Past year. Yeah. And but then you're coping. So you're meeting each other online, you're talking to each other on social media. Um, what do you think are like major problems now of the youth of your generation? Because you're Gen Z, right? I'm millennial. You're Gen Z. There's usually that, you know, gap between how we understand things. Um, so yeah, I wanted to understand the Gen Zs. Like, what are you guys struggling with? Well, we the youth, we're mostly struggling with, with like I've noticed that many people. Especially us, we're struggling with mental health. The pandemic really hit us hard, and then, you know, staying at home for a very long time isn't really easy upon kids who are used to going out and playing and per- playing with each other. And then another problem is, you know, misinformation because people keep sending chain chain messages. It happens. Yeah. In your chat messages. Oh, it's less rampant, but. It's more rampant in the for in the younger communities. Yeah. Because yeah, I keep mentioning misinformation. Yeah, as you have noticed, I mentioned misinformation like around three to five times already. But I think your generation, you're always on top of the news, Tiba, right? because you're yeah. always online, you're always on social media. How do you think um, youth like yourself combat misinformation? Well, it's it's the web, and then anyone who's 
wise enough to do fact checks themselves are are almost immune immune to misinformation. Yeah. And what else? What should they do to make sure their information is not mis? <laughs> it's not misinformation. Yeah, fact checking. You know, searching searching the web if this news article is correct or if this piece of information is true or false. Yeah. What would you do? For example, let's say you see a classmate or a friend or some parent posting um, an information that's not really legit. What do you think someone should do? Well, I think, so. I think people should try to correct them. But, but here's the thing. I noticed that most of us, the youth, you know, we're, we're a bit we're a bit, you know, afraid to confront people if they're wrong or not. And you know, some people think they're always right. And sometimes we're introverts. We, we don't like talking. So we just see people spreading lies and then we just, you know, let them live. But I, I really think people should should inform each other about their about the information that they're spreading and make them more responsible online and even offline. Right, right. So misinformation, combating it. Um, aside from, you know, taking care of your mental health, are there any major struggles of your Gen Z generation um, in this era? Because I remember one time we were at the grocery and... I'm not sure if you 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 remember this conversation, but we were talking about how our generation, the older generations, you know, like the Gen X, millennials, the the boomers, how we messed up the environment. Do you think that's a major issue that your your the Gen Zs are dealing with at this point? Well, I don't think that's much of an issue to us. Well, to to some of us, it. It's an issue, and then some of them want to make advocacies, like like me. Except that I haven't advocated against changing the environment. Climate change. Climate change. Yeah, but but there's Greta Thunberg. Is she Gen Z? Definitely, she is. Yeah, so she's one of those Gen Zs who are who are activists mm -hmm. against climate change. I haven't, I haven't got much, I haven't got much to say about climate change. There's like so, so many news, yeah, but you don't like climate change. But then you like Tesla cars, and then you're doing kuan <laughs> kanang blockchain and Bitcoin mining. Oh yeah, but those are related to the things that you love. You should be aware of that, Like how it's affecting the environment. Yeah. Especially you, that you like meat. Can't go vegan anytime, yeah. right? Yeah, I actually think Tesla cars are more good for the environment. But yeah, so um, do you think all the things that you're doing now, you're a pretty busy kid, Eva. Right? Um, are you enjoying it? That's my question. Yeah, yeah. Share about it. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. By by enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, do you feel like your mom is forcing you to do those things? Maybe. Maybe they are like asking that kind of question. No, no my mom is. My mom isn't. <laughs> How do you cope with all the stress of? 
of doing your thing. Oh, I mean, you barely get enough sleep. Oh, you see that, baby? Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I'm not well-rested. Not my eyebrows, right? Yeah. Hmm. So how do you cope with it? Okay, good question. So yeah, so you're asking me how I cope with my busy schedule. Um, Yeah, I'm pretty busy these days, so... I'm building a startup together with my co-founder, Ian. We're building Content Dash. So it's a social media content platform and marketplace. We're helping businesses and creators create content, social media content better and faster. And with that, because of that, I have to become a better founder. And the way to do that is to continue learning. Right. So aside from building it, I'm also learning how to be a better founder. So that's why um, you already know I'm joining ODF, right? It's um, on-deck founders. So instead of going for an MBA or um, a, a master's or some sort of other certification, I chose to become part of on-deck and I actually became a scholar. But then in exchange with that, in exchange for that, I had to be awake at the U.S., Pacific time specifically. Yeah, so the time zone is really terrible for me because the classes start at, let's say, 11 p.m. Some of the classes end like 4.30 in the morning. So what I'm doing to cope is to sleep in installments. So like, sleep in installment, like 4.30, 5 a.m. when my classes end, um, I sleep. But I just sleep like four hours. And then after that, I wake up, I have to go to work. Um, for a client and then after that after 5 p.m i try to go back to sleep but then there are some days that we have to walk right? like we have to co-work somewhere and then they're just making sure that every single day that i'm doing work i am actually either well fed or well slept or what else well mentally like that's how i cope and then Other ways that I cope, if all of those fail, all of all of these things, those things fail, I actually try and manage my time. Aside from managing my time, I try to kanang meditate or take a break, totally take a break. Like there are some days where I tell, like Ian is very busy with coding, and then I tell him, uh, uh, boss, I'm 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 taking a break at the moment because I just cannot. <laughs> so like we go to the mall, the bar, or like we chill somewhere. So yeah, that's how how I cope, Dave. What else do you want to know? So what are your current projects aside from Content Dash? And ah, okay. Yeah. So aside from Content Dash, well, I still have 30 Media, right? Because what we're doing is really transitioning the digital agency into Content Dash. Um, we want to have a platform where creators or social media content creators will be able to collaborate with businesses easier. So we are trying to disrupt what we're doing at 30 Media. Diba? Like we have clients, but we're trying to disrupt it because that's purely service-based. Like you're selling services. But for Content Dash, we're productizing the services of the social media managers, creators, consultants, everyone in the social media agency, uh, social media industry, putting it in the platform and then in a marketplace, that's where they're going to collaborate. That's where we're going to buy services. Yeah, so, yeah, that 30 Media Content Dash and also have this podcast, which is really interesting because people would ask me, how do I find time for everything? 
like like i think it was like a couple of weeks ago that uh who was that i think it was ian and nas they asked me na how do you make sure that you're consistent with your content blah 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 because if you notice every week i actually publish one episode of a podcast yeah. like i take a break usually like there's a week where it, wherein i take a break Um, you would barely notice it because the next week I would have another episode up. So how I do that is that I manage my time. Like right now, we're, we're recording the podcast, right? But then an hour ago, I was also recording another episode. And, uh, so that later on, once the, the episode publishes or goes live, then I have content every week. So those are my projects right now. Like aside from building the startup, Um, managing the agency and then doing just one consulting client work podcast yeah the rest of the time goes to myself um, taking care of my own mental health and then being with you guys uh, with your dad and you right so yeah that's that's about it what else do you want to know do you think these are healthy things we're doing we're always busy at home right mm-hmm. uh, what do you think of our life together I think your life is unhealthy. Having a busy mom, how is it, though? It's okay, but it looks unhealthy for you. Oh, you're concerned about me. Yeah, but then I I told you, Diba, like, I'm not expecting really to have a long lifespan. And I already told you I want to be cremated when I go. But I think you have plans. Like, what do you envision the future would look like if you don't want your loved ones to go? What's the ideal? I'm a pl- well, first of all, It's either, you know, life extension technology like cell regeneration, yes. Then the ability to destroy so-called zombie cells in your body. They're basically cells that sap your energy, but they don't really do anything because they're too old. Oh, I want that. Yes. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah, it might be because of your zombie cells, mom. What? It yeah. Exists? Zombie cells? Not zombie. It's like zombie cells. Okay. It's you know it's like cells that are that look dead toxic. but no like... no they're not toxic. They're cells that that look dead but they're still sapping your energy. Mm, I see. I need to look that up. Cells okay, that don't else? really do anything. Mm-hmm. Next, um, the very, the very like least likely. I think it's mind uploading technology. The ability to upload your. How does that work? Well, the technology is being developed, like the ability to, to like translate brain, brain signals into pieces of data. Yes, mm-hmm. then put it into the web. Mm-hmm. You could live as a a digital being, if yeah, you could live as a digital being or yeah. So, you mean to say mind uploading technology? How would you upload the mind of a person? Are you saying that you take all their consciousness, which is manifested through? That this is how I think it would be done, huh? Like, how does a person manifest their presence? It's through their digital persona, right? The things that you post on social media, the things that you post online, or let's say recordings of where you have been, your timelines on Google Map, things like that. Everything that manifests that you were actually alive. So that. All of that gets uploaded into your, like some sort of mind, deba. Right? Is that what you're saying? And then that mind will be put into a container, right? There, it's actually in the cloud. It yeah. can be in a chip, yeah. or 
a robot. Yeah, like a robot. You can also be an android. Yeah. What? How does that work? How hmm? do you imagine that working? Like an android. You can you can also be on a phone, right? You can yeah. be an OS. Or you can you can be, <laughs> or you can upload your mind into a clone. Do you know that there's already mind uploading technology? It exists now. Yeah, but Neuralink. No, not it, it. might be Neuralink, but there's but they've heard about some Chinese or Japanese people. <clears throat> they do. They're testing experimental mind e- uploading technology. It might replace books in school. Ah, so what you do is just you upload data to your mind. To your mind. So now you're like a computer. Yeah, and like for example, like instead of re- reading this book, how about you just like upload everything into your head? Oh, that's gonna that's gonna kill the the book industry because some people they mm. read books, the physical ones because they love the smell of books. Have you done that? Yeah. Like. Whenever you have a new book, buy, like you open it and then you smell it, like oh the pages, they smell well, so good. I, I really don't lose that, right? No, I don't think it's going to kill the book industry. Like I don't see the fun in just uploading stuff to your mind. Exactly. That's what that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And additionally, you're going to miss the feeling of, you know, reading a book. And also I think uploading data to your mind is going to be very expensive. Oh yeah, and bad for the environment. Yes, exactly. Because, like, what happened with Borderland, diba? Like, your dad right now he's playing Borderlands, and then he's introducing the concept of, like, even if your body is gone, you can recreate it in a robot. Yeah. But then it's gonna take up much of your resource. Like, your bank account is gonna <laughs> get drained because they have to recreate you in depth. And then, the less money you have, it means the lesser chance that you will be revived, yeah. diba? So now the power is in how much bank account, money in your bank you have. It's yeah. like, that's going to be your life bar. It's not your actual physical, health. you know, yeah. physical health, but it's the health of your bank account. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, it's crazy. Do you think that's going to work in the future? Well, it, yeah, it might. And then, but but I think if you die and you don't have enough money to be revived, I think they'll revive you anyways, but you're going to be in debt. Oh, I don't want that. So your second life will be an entire life in debt. Or maybe you you would be in debt, but but you're now going to be a slave. Like you're born a slave. Oh my god. Like we're talking sci-fi here. Yeah. What the heck? Yeah, just shifted. <laughs> I just shifted to sci-fi. But that's really a cool concept, right? I think you can write that in your next book. Yeah, that was I've been already Installing it in my book, you know. Really? Yeah, that's what I'm already writing. Okay, what other concepts do you have in your book that are sci-fi? I'm really interested. And I think it's, like, it's fun. Clones. Yeah, that's a, so, I mean. clones for soldiers, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, the future might be fi- fought with robots, but there will be also you human soldiers, and I think robots might evolve to be precisely like humans themselves. You know, robots won't be made out of metal. They'll be made out of organic skin material. And skin and bones, yes. Okay. What if we're all robots, actually? Yeah. yeah. Okay. But just made out of different materials. Yeah, and then and then the revival thing, technology, you know, like the one in Borderlands. Yeah, it exists in my book. And it's for and then it's for soldiers who so that the soldiers are less afraid of death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they know that even if they die. They get revived and that. Yes, and and but the thing is that there are problems. Like, how will they transmit the information in real time back to base without it being, you know, in, intercepted? 
Or maybe that's the future of teleportation. It's like your body is here, you get through, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you, you program it somewhere that you want to go to that location. Yeah. But then the, the reason you teleported was actually because you were recreated in that location. Diba? Maybe like, hmm. they say teleportation is not possible, but maybe that's the concept of teleportation, like recreating you in another place. Yeah, recreating your body. Yeah, it's just recreation. Like You can just easily be recreated. Like You're gone here, but then you're recreated there with the same consciousness, same everything. Diba? Yeah, although it's going to be very dangerous. Why? What, the... what if it messes up? Messes up what? Like the so what if it like messes up you know like the body it recreated is defected de- de- defective. Well, that's the risk, diba? I mean, you get the benefit of being in a place like really quick, like faster than a maglev. Hmm. But you know there are risks definitely, and we're talking sci-fi here, so you would expect that there are technologies that are not developed yet. But yeah, aside from sci-fi, because we're talking sci-fi here now. What else do you like to write about? Sci-fi. <laughs> it's okay. Fantasy. Aside, Fantasy. Aside from sci-fi. What's going to be your book all about? I think a lot of people have asked me, like, you've written this book, right? Like, you've written Aries and the Conquistadores. Or the ECA, yeah. And the ECA. <laughs> oh. And then the other one is? Minecraft books. Minecraft books. Okay, what's next for you? What, what will you write about? Full-length novel. What's it about? Do you have some preview for us? People are asking. They are? Yeah. They're, the people are... Anything. No, the people are asking. Remember the mom there when you went swimming? She was asking me, like, what you're... Are you writing your next book, Badao? Well, you need to answer that. Well, I'm not sure what it's going to be. Is it going to be a military science fiction or a space opera? So it's going to start in a very modernized universe. It's like it's called, it's a confederation, a very huge government that governs over how much? Uh, six galaxies. Wow. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so it's, so it might be a bit, you know, so many things to be taken into account. Yeah, so it's a space opera. But... But I'd like to put my ideas into that book, to concepts in my in that book, and then maybe it could, maybe it could inspire scientists someday. Yeah, maybe you could predict the future just like Asimov, right? Yeah. Remember that he wrote a lot of concepts on his book, but then most, like some of them, are actually like it came true, right? Yes. Yeah, that's gonna be really cool. All right, so. Before we wrap up, I think we put in a lot of time answering. I answered some of your questions. You answered some of mine. Do you have other questions that I can answer for you, Dave? Because we're going to have some bit of fun. So we are going to answer these questions. Yes or no. You answer first and then my turn. And then... Maybe we can, like, ask why or something. Okay. First question. Have you ever cheated while you were playing a game? Sometime. Nah. Yes, I've... Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I mean... I mean... 
I mean, I bet you also cheated with your game. Yes, I did. I think we played um, Counter Strike, and then there's like, uh, nakabind yung mouse bind and all, and then automatic headshot. That oh. was the cheat. Yeah. How about yours? I don't. I don't cheat. I don't usually cheat in Minecraft. I've never cheated in Minecraft. Yeah. So what game have you cheated? That's a question. Hmm. Wala. So you no, just no, say no, 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 no. I think I, I think I I cheated. But not in Minecraft, like some somewhere it's hard to remember. No, in a server. No, not the server. It's really hard. Okay, just say no. <laughs> Next question: Have you ever seen a ghost? Yeah, whenever you turn off the light. What? The, who's the ghost that you saw yourself? <laughs> yeah, I always see ghosts. Just kidding. What? I've never seen a ghost. Yeah, me neither. But I feel like there's a presence of a ghost. Like when I was younger, Dave, um, there were the like deep at night, the dogs in the neighborhood would like, oh, and then I would feel like, shit, there's a ghost. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just the presence of something that's not from this world. But I haven't really seen one. Ayan. Right. You want to read the next question? Have you ever told someone a fake name for yourself? For me, yes. Especially on social media. Um, there are social media profiles that I don't use my real name. Definitely, it's going to be a fake name. Exactly. Yeah, that name. Because I don't want to reveal your, your business persona. Right? How about you? Alt account. Alt account. What do you use your alt account for? No, it's What was that? Yeah, go ahead, go. What do you use your alt account for? Promotion. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Promotion. I plan to use one of my alts to uh, to you know help promote the the page. Okay. Without looking unprofessional okay. myself because I. Yeah. Have you ever pretended to be sick? Yeah. Like when I'm sick, I'm really sick. Like you don't pretend that you are, neva. Right? Like nah, it's hard to. I think it's hard to pretend to be sick. Yeah, sometimes it. What what would end up happening is that you miss classes and you don't want that, right? Catching up. Okay, next. Have you ever stayed up past midnight? Oh, we oh my gosh! That. Right? Always. What time do we sleep? It's like four a.m. and sleeping at twelve would be really early. Yeah. yeah but, so, but I think. But we. But I always get my eight hours of sleep. It's just that my my clock has been shifted, you know? True, true, true. true. Okay, next question. Have you ever heard a song that made you laugh out loud? I think uh, you have a lot of... Yeah, a lot, a, lot, a lot of songs make me laugh. And then the most recent one is the Among Us meme. <laughs> among Us. It it's Among, among Us drip song. A drip song? Yeah, drip. You know what's drip? I don't know. It's, it's like a slang for what do you, what do you call that? Like epic clothes. You know, it's hard. It's hard. Swag. Swag. Yeah, swag. Okay. So like swag. Drip is swag. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How about you? So that it made you laugh. Um, song that made me laugh. I'm not sure. I can't recall any. Like none on top of mine. So maybe not. Yeah. Next. Have you ever watched a movie that was too scary? But you acted like it wasn't scary at all. Uh, always like when I was watching A Quiet Place with my classmates. You watch A Quiet Place with your classmates? That was like two years ago. No, I mean, 
like when I was still grade six. Also, you pretended that it wasn't scary. You were laughing, but then yeah. you were actually really scared. Oh my god! You should not watch scary movies. It would cause my, my classmates always love scary movies. Don't know why. Why is that? I actually have a, a, a I know like a that was quite, quite place. Busy. Yeah, I have a the the part what do you call it the part two. We haven't watched it yet. We should. No, no, <laughs> Don't tell that. <laughs> we can watch it and then pretend that mm-hmm. we're not scared at all. We'll just mm-hmm. smile like, hey, this is okay. You read the next. Have you ever slept under your bed? Nah, my my bed's too low to even for me to even go under. Yeah, I sleep under your bed. <laughs> it's a bunk. <laughs> yes. Okay, this one. Oh my gosh. Have you ever peed in a pool? No, it's so rude. You haven't? When I was very little. <laughs> what? Right. Sige, mga last few more questions. Would you ever spend the night outside by yourself? Hmm. Ako, by myself. It's okay if you guys are there, like dad and you, but then by myself, I'd rather not. How about you? Same, I'd rather not. But but it depends on the place where I'm staying. If it's go- if I'm going to go camping it's by like myself. Outside, so it's like camping. So oh, like... camping? No. No, no, no. At all. Would you ever spend a whole day singing everything you wanted to say? No, nah, I won't spend a whole day doing that. It's... I guess I have to eat. I have to do. No, it's just like instead of saying it, you have to sing it. That's what it means. Yeah, but like, oh yes, I would do yeah. that always. Like something like that. <laughs> Such effort, right? Unless I'm getting paid for that. I don't know. Would you ever let your dad pick out your clothes for a week? No. Nah, yeah. I would rather like I wouldn't do anything. Like it's hard to pick out clothes. You have to spend some mental energy into it. Like, okay, just pick my clothes, I wear it, whatever it is. No, I, th- I think my dad will pick whatever I want to do. <laughs> you don't have much clothes anyway, branding, right? Yeah, branding. <laughs> okay. Ito, would you ever want to be a video game character? Yes. Which one? Thanos. <laughs> do you want to be Thanos? Is he a video game character? He played last night. No, no. I, I think he might be a video game character. There's like those Marvel games and Thanos also exists in Fortnite, but I don't play Fortnite. Yeah, video game character. Yeah, I want to be Zhongli. <laughs> I want to be like very, very epically good. Like that character and then everyone would love my character as well because I'm very powerful. But yeah, I would. I would. Would you ever get your name tattooed on your face? Nope. But my mom would. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. How did you figure that out? I would say yes to that. Like, Flair. Flair. Oh, diba? I have a really cool name. But <laughs> Next. Would you ever want to go to vacation in an ice hotel? An yes, ice hotel? Sure. I've, seen, I've seen ice hotels before in pictures. It would be so cool, right? And cold. Cold, but you'll have layers of clothes with you for sure. Like, you'll prepare for that. You're going to have like several layers, like from top to bottom. And then what if you forgot your, your socks, diba? It's going to be terrible. Yeah. <laughs> would you ever scuba dive in shark-infested water? I would if I was in a cage. <laughs> yes. Cage. True. If you were in a cage. But then some ac- accidents happen as well. For that, I think I've seen videos. 
But yeah, remember what we said, like try something at least once. Just so you would know if you would want to do it all over again. Yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah. Oh my gosh, David, would you ever shave your head? What's my answer for that? You'd answer yes, but I won't. <laughs> yes, my answer would be yes, because that's my plan. After this, I would shave my head. Like, really? Do you think it would work if I shave my head? Nope. You don't like it? Last last set of questions. Can you say the whole alphabet backwards? Perhaps. Yeah. Can you remember a dream you had when you were little? And you would always say, like, when I was five years old, that's your default answer. Remember? <laughs> Can you get dressed without using your hands? Nope. Definitely not. Can, can you sing your favorite song without hearing the music? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Love music. We should sing. You want to sing before we go? Yeah. Why? Enough time, time constraints. <laughs> time constraints. Okay, due to time constraints, we were supposed to sing Follow You, but now we're thinking that we would not. Yeah, but still, we're going to play the song oh, because we love this song. Like recently, I don't know. I don't know if Dave loves this song. I've only heard this song for one day. It's not- yeah, I've been playing this for five, I don't know, like five times. <laughs> Same. <laughs> In the spotlight, the world will only until the chorus. That's every night. Oh, you know it's not right. I'll follow you way down wherever you may go. I'll follow you down to your deepest low. I always be around wherever life takes you. You know I follow you. Oh, divine. Okay, let's wrap up now. I think yeah. we've been spending so much time answering each other's questions. And um, thank you, David, for letting me interview you and being in this birthday episode. I appreciate it, Dave. Yeah, thank you. Mom. Oh, thank you. Really, really kiss me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're so fun. <laughs> okay. Thank you for your greeting. And yes, I'm going to have really fun, a really fun birthday. Um, and yeah, I think that's about it. Thank you so much, guys, for listening to our episode. It's me, Flair Castro, and I have here David with me. And thank you so much. Bye. Have a great day, everyone. And thank you for listening to Wicked Thoughts. That wraps up this episode from Wicked Thoughts. Thank you to our sponsors, Grow the Grow, Boy App, Hire You, 13 Media, and Content Dash. And to our podcast partner, The Company. Make sure to subscribe and join the host on Patreon at patreon.com slash flair. That's patreon slash F-L-E-I-R-E for exclusive content. Tune in for more Weekend Conversations right here at Wicked Thoughts.